The coronavirus continues to spread fear and panic across the globe. Everywhere from classrooms to the media to job sites, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's worried. The market is plummeting. We're going to have an open discussion about it. Pretty much a continuation of last week's episode. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times. So be advised, go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, go on over to our website, that's HangingWithApes.com, sign up for our newsletter, and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It's good music to listen to in these end times that we're in. <laughs> no, as you see, we're still very lighthearted about the whole situation. Um... Let the herds be the war cry for the people in the stock market. <laughs> yeah, let let it be let it be the anthem of of rebuilding. Um no, I I my assessment by and large does not really change much from last week. Um there are more developments obviously about this whole situation and it is something that you and I have kept our eye incredibly close to. I'm not going to say that we're experts on the matter, but we know a lot more about this than the average person because we've been keeping up with it pretty much by the hour. We're constantly talking about it, sharing information with one another, talking to other people, getting information. Um, I would say we were being very... Uh, uh, journalistic about this whole thing and yeah. and we're and because we have the information or the information that we have or the information that we're gathering we're not incredibly worried about it I think Andrew Yang in a tweet yesterday said it best he said the fear and panic of the coronavirus is probably going to be worse than the virus itself yeah yeah and I think um this isn't the first time in history where, you know, oh, I don't think we know this, that a new virus kind of came into into airways or into different different uh, places and and fucking ravaged people. The only thing is it being modern times and fucking up three percent of the. You know, well, not the world's population, but of the people who get it, is pretty concerning. I will say that. But well, well, not fucking them up. Like they, they, their estimate is that yeah, three. Well, and it's on par so far that three point four percent will die from it, and if it continues, it's on par to wipe out three point four percent of the world's population. That's yeah. probably the scariest, most daunting number because that's about 180 million people <laughs> yeah that, that's uh and, and it being so new you know what i mean because like you may you, you brought up a valid point and i think you said this last episode yeah the flu kills a lot of people you know 
But yeah, um, but the mortality rate of this is higher because higher, yeah. way more people, like millions get the flu. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, at the rate that this is going, how it's just airborne and it's in so many countries, I, I don't, I don't know that we won't see this get to the millions, you know, like it might, it might pause because we were talking about how when the summer hits, it's drier weather. Yeah. Well, I, it's not airborne though. Just a, no? like airborne, airborne means that it's like, it, it lives in the air. Like, oh no, no, so no, no. It, yeah. it, it, tra- it travels through the air, but yeah. it, like it's respiratory. Yeah. So it, 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 it enters your body through through droplets of, of yes. from like sneezing and coughing. Exactly. And it can travel through the air because the virus can live outside of the body for a while. But no, airborne would mean that like that is just everywhere. The, the no, air no, 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 no. is contaminated. No, it's like like what you said, if someone sneezes and I think it, it lives on your on your clothes yeah, for it, a very long time. It can time. live on cloth and like all of that type of stuff. So that's why they the right now the, the biggest thing is washing your hands. Yeah. Avoid touching your face, uh, touching yourself. Really, for some of you, that's gonna be hard. No, no, <laughs> no. But avoid. But definitely avoid touching your face, your your nose, your mouth, your eyes, like all of that type of stuff. Yep. L.A. is a state and, of emergency. And, and yeah, it is. And we'll get into that right now. And another thing, uh, the another piece of information that I'd like to put out there is that the. 3.4%, we have to remember again, and I think we stated it last week, these are people that already have underlying health issues. These are older people. So it's not because the, the news can really make it seem at times like if you get it, you're a goner, and that is not the case. In fact, way more people live from and survive this than die from it. So that's that's a very important statistic to to keep in mind and and be mindful of. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, these are like some of the numbers. Um, so over a hundred countries have now reported the cases. More than fifty eight thousand have recovered from the corona in China. Um, Seven thousand four hundred confirmed cases in South Korea. Israel announces two-week quarantine for all overseas arrivals. Italy is under complete lockdown. 16 million people. They're, they can't even, they canceled soccer games. And over there, soccer is like the NBA or the NFL. The the, the caliber of soccer that's played over there. And, and, and you know, people, people watch German soccer, Italian soccer, you know, soccer in Spain. Those are like the best leagues. So for them to stop that is pretty incredible. Uh, now New York surpasses uh, Washington State uh, as far as cases confirmed. Well, as we said, L.A., state of emergency. New York, state of emergency. Oregon, state of emergency. And Seattle, if I'm not mistaken, is in state of emergency as well. So pretty crazy. I think yesterday confirmed, yeah, they did one person who had it in Illinois. I mean, there's been more cases, but this was more community transmission, which is worrisome because that means that somewhere now. Yeah. And it's not like this guy, this person um, just, just got it from traveling to the Wuhan province. It was actually community-based. So now, what you know, 
we might start seeing those numbers go up in Illinois as well. Yeah. So so it, it's it's pretty it's pretty fucked up. Um, and 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 shit. Two weeks ago, when when it, when it started, we were saying like, okay, this is gonna hurt certain certain fields but now this is this is and it's the scare that's hurting the field yeah. more than the actual virus itself because as of right now and for anybody that wants to take a look at this it, it it's good to look at it's a good piece of information and actually with this uh site that i'm going to give you it's it's getting over they're saying it's getting over a billion hits a day the john hopkins Damn. uh coronavirus tracker so if you Google the John Hopkins coronavirus tracker, it has the total confirmed cases around the world. It has the number of deaths, and then it has the number that have recovered. It has is the places, the regions where uh, that are most affected by it, so on and so forth. But uh, it is, it is, and you know I don't want to sound like a fear monger or anything like that, but it is spreading around the world. It is at this point what one could consider worldwide. There are, and this number is a little bit scary because as of yesterday, the total confirmed cases was about 105,000. As of today, we're looking at 113,000. So that's quite a jump. That's quite a jump. Uh, But the deaths have been moderated. They're, They're not as, they didn't jump up quite as bad so right now we're looking we're on the brink of just about four thousand deaths total and sixty two thousand people have recovered from it so out of all the confirmed cases sixty two thousand of those have recovered and then the others are in limbo right now uh so you know we'll figure out like what's going to happen with them in the coming in the coming days granted most of the deaths, and this is another big number, very important number. Most of the deaths have taken place in mainland China. About 3,000 deaths have taken place in mainland China out of the 4,000. So that's very important because where it started. And 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 another thing that's very important to, to note is that China really dropped the ball on yeah. how they handled this initially, trying to keep it very hush-hush and everything like that. Because the closure of their wet markets, where which the type of market that was in the Wuhan province where this is said to have started, I was doing some research yesterday and I was reading, you know, it's their wet markets is worth about a billion yen of their, no, no, not, not yen. Uh, what's their currency? Yuan, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yuan. About a billion yuan of their GDP. So it's it's worth it's worth quite a bit of of their uh, of their GDP, and uh, so that's part of reason why I think they dropped the ball on it. But we're gonna get in, into that a little bit more in a little bit. But uh, they have Italy is the second uh, uh, worst hit place. They have yeah. about four hundred and sixty deaths. And then the it drastically drops after that in every country. Mm-hmm. Iran, 237. South Korea. Now, South Korea is very interesting with South Korea. Because South Korea has been hit hard. But South Korea, is their numbers are still in the, in the double digits of deaths. It's 53. 
So I don't know, maybe they're doing something right. And it does seem like they're they're able to detect it faster because they are pretty much allocating their whole government to the detection and prevention of the coronavirus. I mean, things are shut down, but they're I don't know what spray they're using. I imagine some sort of Lysol or whatever. Yeah. They're Lysoling everything. Uh, their um, their roads have checkpoints where like you drive through. It's like a drive through testing center. Like yeah. you drive up, you drive through, and they said that in their drive through testing centers, they've already uh, tested over a hundred thousand people in yeah. them. So they're allocating a lot of it. And their president did say. Which I think I stated in last week's episode, if I'm not mistaken, but I I, I may have stated it elsewhere because, like I said, we've been very much on top of this. But um, the their president did say that like she's declaring war on the outbreak, and today a uh, little bit of good news from their their trajectory dropped in the number of new new confirmed cases. Yeah. So maybe maybe they're making a little bit of headway in that in that area, in that department. Um, I think it's important to put out the information the way that we just put it out there because the news is not doing a very good job. They're causing a lot of panic. All you're fucking seeing is these videos of Costco's all over the world of people lined up and fighting each other over toilet paper. And we are so not... Yeah. At that point. And to be quite honest, we may not even get to that point. Yeah. Granted, I think it's a little bit more scary in the sense of the market, in the sense of people's retirements. Yeah. Imagine a person that was getting ready to retire right now and boom, wiped wiped out is so much of your retirement savings and, and your retirement assets. I think that's where this starts to get scary more yeah. so than the actual death toll now granted if it does indeed wipe out 3.4 percent of the world's population that is not peanuts and yes that will 100 percent have a trickle and a shockwave effect through the global economy that is 100 percent without a doubt yeah but we're not there yet we don't know many many governments are doing what they they can and must do to try to prevent it and curb this thing so we will see. Yeah, and that's that's where where you're looking at, and we've seen pictures from friends. Like they're sending us pictures. It's becoming a thing. Like, oh, here I'm at Costco. Yeah, look at this. Water's gone. Hand sanitizer gone. You were googling, like the what, what it was going for on Amazon. How what was what was the price for the, hand sanitizer? Uh. uh Obviously, resale value, resale two, market. Two bottles of Purell that are normally about ten bucks a piece. Yeah, were going for a hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Shit, fuck. So a hundred and forty dollar is... markup on it, but that's called uh, price gouging. Yeah, and it's technically it's illegal. I'm interested in that though because how could somebody say it's illegal if if a person is willing to pay that much yeah. like a panicked person like fuck you toilet paper yeah a thousand dollars like I mean how is that illegal granted you are clearly taking advantage of the situation yeah but but don't but you does, take, but yeah. isn't doesn't the market if you if you use that terminology take advantage and if you're gonna go that route. Then yeah. doesn't the market always take advantage? You know what I'm saying? Well, look at the, I mean, shoe, 
shoe game. Like anyone that's into shoes, like the resale market is is where it's at. That's where you have apps like StockX and and what is it, Goat, mm-hmm. and and shit. It's all over Facebook. You know the marketplace. People buying Jordans or Yeezys and it sells for. You buy it for two hundred, and if it's a rare, you know, shoe, you might be getting eight hundred bucks from that. Yeah, <laughs> goes goes for a thousand. So that does that that. That's very interesting. I wonder if it has to do with it being a virus. Is there like laws that protect people from from having to pay those prices? But I mean, if it was on there, we we saw it. It was it was on Amazon. So, but it's crazy. The fucking there was a four pack of masks too. You said how much? Almost a thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah, that that's it's nuts. But I mean, <clears throat> I think the way we've. Uh, We've reported it. It's pretty accurate. The only sad part about it is you can never... Now it's to the point of no return. And so what happens now because of the panic is what could happen a couple months from now, a couple years from now. The things that could linger yeah, because of this, because people losing their jobs, yeah. does that mean they lose their homes? Like, Because already, or let's have a, a quick little economics lesson here. Oh, shit. This whole year has been kind of like an anticipation we've covered yeah what may be the next recession right and and i think what this could have done and it this is the assessment that you share also just just set the the time clock into overdrive like all right well boom we're here now because yeah and again let's go back to my my little economics class real quick this Affects travel, travel, mm-hmm. affects hotels, hotels, affect Uber, Lyft. Conventions. Conventions, affect uh, restaurants. Like, it, it it has a trickle effect. It's like dominoes. Now, where it gets scary is that these hotel workers, somebody that we know personally has already told us that the hotel has told their wife that you are going to work less hours a week. And that's just now at 113,000 confirmed cases. What do we look like when the world, if the world gets to a million confirmed cases, yeah. 2 million confirmed cases, what what then? And that's why this is very important for people to temper themselves, for people to... Look at the situation for what it is because, again, the fear. Those people, they're not traveling. They're not going to hotels. They're not doing the things that they would normally do. And now we have this situation where how what happens because there are some people that cannot afford their paycheck to have not even one day short, let alone a few days a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of the things that we have covered previously, yeah. student loan debt, all of these type of things, student loan debt, auto uh, auto debt, you bought your house too expensively. Like all of this stuff is, is like a culmination of so many things that we have covered before. Yeah. People that have, that are event planners. If, if events are shutting down now with 113,000 confirmed cases, 
again, what does it look like with a million confirmed cases worldwide? There's nothing going on. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing going on. Event planners, so many people out of a job. It is it is ridiculous. The hours and the money that you put into like a, a concert like the South by Southwest. Oh, no. Fuck it. Down the drain. Yeah, South no by Southwest going. canceled. They Austin, the city of Austin said they're not yeah, they're not having geez. South by Southwest. The NBA already issued uh, a memo to their players saying that you may uh, you may want to start getting prepared to play games without um, people in the crowd, people yeah. in the stands. Summer is coming. All kind of different activities, but now, granted, the other uh, flip side of to what we're talking about is they are expecting these numbers to drop drastically the summer, yeah. when the summer gets here. Um, so that's one thing. But another thing that somebody else said. Now, granted, this person is not a, a doctor or a scientist or anything like that, but I do think that what they're saying has a little bit of validity to it. The summer hits, the numbers drop, but does if it's not eradicated and contained in that season, in the fall when flu season comes back around, does it does it skyrocket yeah. back up? And I didn't think about that, but I'd imagine I would like to think that there are there are medical professionals and scientists starting to look into this because that would be one of those things that like if you get it down to I don't know five. 5,000 people or however you could get it down to, those people need to be like either quarantined or, or monitored or yeah. something to prevent this outbreak from happening. But it's spreading. Again. And that's the thing. It's, it's spread obviously like wildfire. And it's like if you've ever had like where you've had a bonfire and you think that you put the fire down. Yeah. And it's just, oh, well, there was no wind. Bro, just like a gust of wind lights that fire up just like that yeah it's fucking uh, also I crazy think, i think uh ted cruz is a model of of uh of just the way to go about this because he was possibly exposed to the coronavirus at the cpac convention yeah he's decided to quarantine himself i'm sure he'll get tested or whatever he said he's not feeling any symptoms or whatever yeah. but we don't know much about like what the incubation period is for this thing. So he's like, you know what? I, I was I was possibly exposed to it. Let me let me fall back. Time away from the family, time away from my job, everything like that. And I think that's a, a decent way to go about things. But granted, not everybody is Ted Cruz. Again, there's plenty of people that I was reading in an article yesterday of people that work at like Target and Walmart that say they can't afford to take a day off. They just yeah, simply no. can't afford to take a day off, and then, and then they and then they said in many cases they go to work sick. I hope that with something as severe as this, they would not do something like that, though. Yeah, it's nuts. Actually, the NBA just released a memo thirty minutes ago. Only players and team personnel in locker rooms, uh, six to eight feet between players and media. So now they're starting to implement stuff. Um, it's it's it's. I mean, it's good. You're being proactive. It's better to be proactive than to react. Be reactive, and uh, them heading into the playoffs. That's something that you have to kind of be like, "Damn, we might have to take a hit." That's what. That's when people really watch the NBA, you know. But uh, 
you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take those steps. It's just to me it's it's wild because a lot of this has to do and I think we mentioned this last week has to do with us not really knowing exactly like imagine if December China released like oh this is dangerous let's just keep an eye on it what that would have done if they halted travels oh this is some new we found some new yeah this wouldn't be a as big of a problem you know if you would have contained it, would, it if it would even still be a problem but yeah. to see the that's the thing over there all of their industry all of everything is dedicated to the state everything is for the prominence of china it's not for the people so any blemish on their reputation any blemish on what they have going on they want to keep it as hush hush and as secret as possible and then yeah. they do a lot of like very erratic things to fix problems because they don't they don't know how to fix it because one they they are not as sophisticated one they're not pro the people and and that's how these things get bad do you know why so many viruses start in china i don't so I, I was reading about this yesterday and like I was looking at different different articles and I even like found some videos on it. It's it's incredibly interesting why this happened. So like we're talking about stuff like I don't know if the H1N1 started over there, but I know um, SARS did. Yes. And then now now this. So this is this is why that stuff that's this is why that stuff happens over there so much is. In the 1970s in mainland China, what happened was about 37 million people died of famine. So like they couldn't eat 37 million because the government could not keep up with the demand of the food to feed their people because, again, they are not pro-capitalistic industry for the people. They're pro-capitalistic industry to feed the beast, to feed the state, to feed the government. So in them in them realizing that they couldn't do this, what what ended up happening is that they allowed the farming of wildlife. So now you don't have it wasn't just cows, chickens and pigs anymore. And even the people that could farm cows, pigs and chicken, typically like a big company would come and take it over. And again, that was to be that those those funds were to be funneled to feed the state. Yeah. So what uh, people in rural areas and and poorer people started doing, they started to get involved with a lot of other wildlife in terms of being able to eat. So yeah. we're talking snakes, we're talking cats, we're talking dogs, and a big thing over there in their market was turtles. Like they like the turtles are a big thing. They yeah. eat that shit, turtle soup, all kind of shit like that. So now in the 80s, after after they saw that that was like a thing and people were like into it, they they uh, they said that wildlife animals then became a state resource. At that point, that means that that resource can be cultivated for the sale to other people. Yeah. 
So now, now that's where you have the development of these wet markets like they have in the Wuhan province yeah. and all of these places. So you have you have wet markets and it is the craziest shit of <coughs> by our standard, but I think almost by any civilized standard. They eat bears. There's like all kind of shit that they eat. And like they sell these things in these wet markets and yeah. these these things are bleeding on each other, shitting on each other, spitting on each other, and you have animals on top of animals on top of animals, and it is it is crazy, like some sort of wild scene out of a movie or something like that. Damn. That's where SARS started. Yep. That's how it started, because what happens is animals carry viruses, and animals carry, animals carry, in some cases, advanced viruses, HIV, that stemmed from an uh, from a monkey, um, uh, Ebola stemmed from a bat. All kind of viruses have stemmed from so many different different animals, and they can be deadly because our bodies are not used to fighting off those viruses. Because it takes a unique virus and a unique host to come together in order for that to even like become a thing. Yeah. What's particularly interesting about this virus and the and how they were able to track it is because the first out of the first 40 something people that caught this virus, 20 something of them visited the Wuhan province. So that's why they were able to track it to that wet market. Yeah. And what they're finding is it's traces of two different animals, not just a bat. It's like a bat and some other animal. Then the human. So this is unique in the sense that it's it's had it's it's had that mutation and that travel of one animal to another animal to humans. Yeah. And that's why I think, in part, that the world is so scared of this because I don't know how many times this has happened in history where you've had that jump like that. Yeah. And that progression. So that's a little bit of the history on, on, on wet markets in China. That's a little bit of the history of why these things happen and yep. stem from over there. I'm, I'm pretty sure the overpopulation doesn't help. Oh, it's no, it, it doesn't. It, 100% it doesn't help. But people being clustered together is not the same as you having the people clustered with all these different animals yeah. that would also normally not be in the same area as each other. Yeah, yeah. In a way, you're you're not really letting nature run its course. You're like, oh, well, it's fuck all this shit. You're bound to to see a disastrous. Uh, and, and 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 it's funny because you look at the people that that oh, I don't really follow politics. I don't really follow politics. Something as crazy as a virus and how politics affect everything about how this is spread. 100%. It's political. I, you know. I always found that sentiment to be one of the more moronic ones. If you're an adult, if you're a child, that's different. But when, when like, I hear people say, oh, I don't really know about politics. I don't, I don't, I mean, and every, every like, you don't, I mean, you don't, you don't care. Like, I, I get, I get a person I really, I can get a person that like has no family, is like a loner. They just live their life. They don't really care. They might be a little bit of a nihilist. I get a person like that not caring because you don't care about anything. But these all these people that like claim to love their community and love their family and, and love and, you know, love life and want to live and all that. But yet you don't know anything about yeah. like what makes this 
able to be. Yeah. Yep. It just it never it never sat well with me. Yep. I'm not saying be an expert like me. No, I'm right. just saying, but, <laughs> but no. Nah. But, but know the basics. Yeah. Like, know, oh, wow, they could have said this, but because they're a communist country and because they'll filter the media and be like, oh, this is what you can say. You're not going to say that. And you could be arrested for this, you know? Yeah. Um, We can arrest you for, for whatever. Like, they could they could choose whatever the fuck they want to do with you if if you decide that you know well we're not we're not gonna go along with with your propaganda we're gonna fucking tell people because people mm-hmm. need to know about this no no you're not arrest them you know oh hey I started a a, a farming and I have my my, my 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 fucking all my shit cultivated oh well that's ours now you know like. It it go, it begs to question like those people that when they see these things and actually don't sit down and try and break down at least like the the first layer of it you know yeah. we're not saying oh you got to be an expert but you should be weary and us being in America I think it's very easy for us to be like oh well yeah it'll work itself out because you have the luxury. Of having all these rights and and being able to, but but also, I, I I gather what you're saying, but I think that perspective is also the more unappreciative perspective because if you appreciate and you know what you got, like you know that you have a fucking device that could connect to the world in your palm of your hand and, and give you all this information, a vehicle that could get you from A to B. Uh, the capability of investing money really like i mean it's so easy to invest money nowadays i don't think maybe i don't maybe now's not a good time to do it <laughs> but when things get better when yeah. things get better you 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 can just oh let me you know what a hundred bucks let me invest a hundred dollars let me yeah. see like you have all of these things and if you appreciate that then i would imagine an appreciative person would take the notion of like, all right, well, this is pretty decent. How do we sustain this? Number one, history. How did we get here? How do I, How? what did we do to even make it this great? Because if you open up a book, you go on the internet, you see that most of the world is not this yeah. great. Even in the midst of the fucking, the, the, the coronavirus or the COVID-19 or the Wuhan virus, they have so many names for it. Yeah. Even in the midst of it, things could be a lot worse. Yep. So like you have to keep that in mind. But but furthermore, just how did we how did we get here in if, to have this platform? How do I keep it? How do I propel it? Yeah. You have to you have to know what's going on in the world in order in order for all those three things yeah. to 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 work. Um, this creates an opportunity too because like now people are gonna have to evaluate. We have all this technology. How could we make plan B's be a thing? You know, like, for example, oh, I can't go to a convention. We're going to have to do this video shit now. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do a video conference. Yeah. You know, that probably wasn't something pe- people were thinking about before. They're going to have to think on their feet, be, yeah. be more, be Work more from readily home. prepared. Yeah. Oh, you have a cubicle? Well, now your house is your cubicle because uh, we're quarantined. Another thing is... The world, I think, really needs to like step up and like put a halt to these these wet markets in China. 
Yeah. They, they obviously the Wuhan wet market is fucking shut down, but but that's that's huge because this. How many times are we gonna? It, it's almost like God saying, "All right, well, you you fucked up. All right, you fucked up again. But now now look at and if you think about it, this is bad. This is real yeah, bad. This yeah. is the worst. This is the worst that it's been. This is the real shit that should be regulated, like." okay, this originated from this. Maybe we should look into this, have some sort of regulation for this that would prevent us from having a virus. But but the thing is, the, the thing is, you wouldn't even need to regulate it if it was a free country because in a free country, the people would have di- by now dictated away, away from all of this shit. Yeah. The reason that this even was to begin with was because the government could not sustain what it needed to do to feed the people because governments are wildly inefficient. This is, I I saw a a tweet or a caption or a post that was, that was monumental, monumental. There is somebody say, you think the coronavirus is bad. This is just a test run of what it would be like if Bernie Sanders won. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, 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 and you see this started from that those type of conditions because people yes. didn't have the freedom to yeah. start businesses and grow. People are not going to allow other people to starve, even if it is not for a noble or magnanimous reason. Oh, I care so much about people. I don't want to let them starve. No, it might just be because this is an opportunity. So yeah. I'm going to cut some chickens. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill some stuff. Yes. All of this. But then you introduce, oh, well, wildlife, you could do all of this. Yeah, people like have at it, whatever, because we can't feed you. We can't do anything about it. Yeah. And then you develop these these crazy things. Yeah. But, I mean, now now we're, we're knee deep in shit. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So we'll see where this takes us. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, we're on Twitter. We're at at Hanging with Apes. Um, listen to the podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, SoundCloud, anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop music, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes. Our catalog pops up. Stay safe. Stay clean. Stay sanitary, and stay calm. We're out. Peace. Peace.